Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, let's go out to Kansas City where the NFL season kicks off. In just over 24 hours, Jay Binkley, our buddy from 610 Sports in Kansas City, you can hear inside the free-to-download Odyssey app, joining us now. Jay, we we brought you in because we know we have maybe a few Kansas City fans in the area. Not many, but a few. And the few that are there that might be nervous about this season, given how it is kind of gone here this offseason, we know you could talk them off the ledge. Everything's got to be just fine and rosy when you got the, the NFL season kicking off in KC tomorrow night and you're raising another championship banner. How are you, buddy? Good, my friends. How are you? It's uh, it's definitely nice to have this, uh, other than the uh, what limited capacity, because it was after, uh, well, it was just as soon as COVID hit, where the Chiefs were uh, putting that other... Uh, that first, uh, the second banner in franchise history, but the banner for Mahomes' first uh, Super Bowl uh, was kind of limited participation, of course. Yeah, it's your celebration tomorrow night. You got to remind us of that. And Jay, all right, so have some fun. And well, that was last year. We're looking ahead to this year. And look, Kelsey, I guess we're all kind of waiting on it. I, I'm curious to get your take, your opinion on Chris Jones. Let, let's say they work this out. Could he actually be in the lineup tomorrow night? Or, or we've, we have we passed the point of no return for Chris Jones and his availability for week one? Could he be in the lineup? Yeah, I think so. He he did a charity thing here in Kansas City. He was at the uh, Ronald McDonald uh, house or doing a charity for the Ronald McDonald house. He's at a Donald this morning and had like a little impromptu press conference, which is, you know, those are always kind of, I'm sure the team is real happy about that, but he had a press conference that he could play today, that he can play anytime he's ready to go. But with Andy Reid and Chiefs policy, uh, Andy Reid, he, have, if you don't practice on Friday, you don't play on Sunday. Well, this is a game tomorrow and he hasn't been with the team practicing uh, since last year before the Super Bowl. So, I think it's foregone conclusion. Even if he did sign a contract today, he will not be playing tomorrow night. Hey, Bink, let's dive a little bit deeper into Jones's comments because I, I think he also mentioned while he was giving that impromptu press conference that he purposely stayed away from the team, didn't want to be a distraction as he was holding in. We've seen other instances in the NFL where a hold in, you know, can be a distraction, but can also lead to getting that deal done. I'm, I'm thinking specifically of TJ Watt in Pittsburgh. Did did he mismanage this? And and you know, is do you think Kansas City is 
is going to work in their in their best, you know, as hard as they can to, to do right by this guy? Or do, do you think that there's some some bad blood between the two right now? Yeah, holding in would have made the most sense. But, yeah, I mean, they, I don't know if there's bad blood, so to speak, and players would never say anything about it. It's that player's code that if a guy's up for contract, they don't say anything about it. But I thought the Chiefs certainly thought they had him in, in the gear. I know that everybody, you know, at our station, we all thought Chris Jones. Uh, was signed as soon as training camp began. So really, really mystified by this. But, yeah, I think there's other guys out there the Chiefs want to pick up. They're so uh, up against the salary cap that they can't do anything until they have the Chris Jones extension uh, worked out. That'll free up about $10.5 million. I know they probably want to bring back Carlos Dunlap uh, back at the end position, the veteran pass rusher that they had last year. I think there's a definite interest bringing him back, but they don't have the money to go do it until this Chris, obviously that got the chiefs out of the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes and you name it because they did not have this deal done with Chris Jones. So yeah, I think it's starting to build a little with the chiefs. They think they've presented a fair offer. Uh, I think Chris Jones camp allegedly wants what they want. They're not far apart, uh, maybe in terminology between two and three years, the chiefs do get concerned with paying somebody over 30 years old. He's not quite 30 yet, but will be. And I know that's kind of a concern with the Chiefs. Uh, the outside of a quarterback position, what position do you actually want to pay uh, that much money to? So I think it's a concern, but it's been a positive thing. I mean, nobody's really gone after the other. The Chiefs haven't gone after Jones, and he hasn't gone after them. But behind the scenes, they would have to be a little bit frustrated, you would think, because this is their best defensive player. This is one of the three best players on this team. Jay Binkley, 610 Sports in Kansas City, and you can hear him weeknights on nights where the Kansas City Royals are, are not playing. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, Jay, if, if indeed Jones isn't going to be available, and, and let's say Travis Kelsey isn't available, which one is the bigger loss? Oh, I'm going to say Jones. I'm going to say Jones because of that defense. I felt the Chiefs were on the cusp of being a top-10 defense. Patrick Mahomes has never had a top-10 defense. Uh, when you look at some of these other quarterbacks, Josh Allen, he's had, you know, top the number-one defense, uh, the 49ers defense. Mahomes hasn't even sniffed a number-one defense. How good and how good could this team be with even a top-10 defense? They were 11th in uh, yards against last year, second in the NFL in sacks. 55, and Chris Jones, 15 and a half, was a huge uh, part of that. And I, I know when I'm sitting there doing the post game tomorrow night, and it's going to be late. And I'm like, I'm real curious, guys. I'm real curious how this goes because yeah, it's either going to be a lot of happy people or negative people. And you know, Chris Jones' name is going to be brought up all the time, especially if this defense um, going against a very, very, very good Detroit Lions offense. So Jay, I'm glad I'm glad Gino asked you that because I was curious about Travis Kelsey, and I think the reason why the Kelsey injury, the news from yesterday, grabs so many people's attention is from a fantasy football perspective. He's he's one of the most sought after, if not the most sought after player that you want to draft. But from a real football perspective, you still have Patrick Mahomes, you still have Andy Reid. Do you have enough in the weaponry there on the Kansas City offense to mask any deficiencies that you would have if Kelsey? He can't go. Yeah, I think so. And it goes back to that Bengals game, the AFC title game. They lost everybody. They didn't. They lost Juju in that game. They lost Kadarius Tony. 
You know, maybe we're down to uh, two backup tight ends were in a wide receiver route and still were able to beat Cincinnati Bengals. Like, seriously, the Chiefs had, a look, like, no. And Travis Kelsey was very questionable going into that game. It was a game-time decision whether he was going to play or not. And they still found a way to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's why I went with Jones instead of Kelsey being the biggest miss. Kelsey is wide receiver number one. He is the most important person other than Mahomes on this offense. But I do believe Mahomes, they can scheme something up. They can scheme something up. There's not a lot of experience at all with the Chiefs wide receivers, the tight ends, you name it. They're just not experienced. But when you have Mahomes and when you have Andy Reid and when you have Matt Nagy, you know, a former coach of the year in the NFL, you know, a guy that uh, really didn't get a fair shake in Chicago. After all, he went to the playoffs twice with Mitch Trubisky. How many people can say that? Uh, no one else will. But Matt Nagy on this Chiefs staff as offensive coordinator makes a big difference. I feel that the Chiefs can scheme things up, and I think they really like the running game and the, and the running backs catching passes out of the backfield. Yeah, they're going to have to change things up without Travis Kelsey. I mean, this guy has more yards and catches than anybody in the National Football League since 2016, the second longest uh, active uh, streak catching the football next to DeAndre Hopkins. So, yeah. They miss Travis Kelsey because they don't have a wide receiver number one. Their wide receiver number one was a tight end, but they can they can get by for a game. That's what they've been known to do. That's what they did in the Bengals game. They've been known to get by with Patrick Mahomes, and I feel like they'll do it this game as well. Yeah, I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on two receivers, and these are both on the young side, like Kadarius Tony. Now, the knock with the Giants was he couldn't stay healthy, and, well, he came on the end of last year when you needed him, but not really available during camp. So entering week one, is he healthy and good to go tomorrow night? And where is he at entering the season? And and then two, a receiver that I wanted Buffalo to take, Jay, that was Sky Moore. And, you know, rookie season, okay. But but Sky Moore playing in the slot now, like like from a fantasy perspective, is that somebody that you would want to pick up here? Yeah, I think so. I think Sky Moore is going to take that next step. I mean, after all, Mahomes goes down to Texas and he has those camp pads while the receivers come down at different times. Heck, the Chiefs were even using it for draft picks uh, that they wanted to take to go work out with Mahomes, and they did. It's been a great way to go about things, and Sky Moore was at every one of them. He was at every one of, our, of, of the camp pads to get acclimated more to Pat. He's got a key on last year, got his first touchdown in the Super Bowl, but a tremendous talent. Um, you know, he had the biggest hands in the draft. He catches everything, which, you know, Andy Reid loves. Um, so, yeah, tremendous talent. He's going to take um, a step up for sure. Jay, with the, the benefit of the oh, preseason. Uh, yeah, Canary's Tony. Let me, me put it this way. He was hurt the first day of practice, before <laughs> technically practice even started, yeah. the first day of training camp. Mm. And then he was banged up last year. He's got all this talent. There's nobody on this team that can make the cuts, the stops, the starts, and do the things that Kadarius Tony can do. There is nobody that can that can do the stuff he can do at all. But he's got to stay healthy. Say he's going to play. I think it's going to be a limited uh, amount of snaps tomorrow with the Chiefs. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about a guy that missed every single day of training camp. Uh, he did go to the off-season workouts with the homes in Texas. Wasn't some of those, but. Not going to one day of training camp, I think that uh, sets you back. I don't know what you can realistically expect from somebody like that. 
So Jay, with the benefit of the preseason now in our hindsight, do you have any changes in your like AFC power rankings? Do you look at any team as as you know more of a threat to to Kansas City in the West? How do you see the rest of the AFC? Everybody tells me the AFC is stacked this year. What are your thoughts on the rest of the AFC outside of Kansas City? Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the same Buffalo up there, Cincinnati in that first tier. We'll see what the Jets are all about. I mean, they look good. Um, you know, the players are saying the right things. They look crisp offensively. Um, I like the talent they have, but we'll see. Because sometimes, you know, things look better than they are. And we saw that last year um, in the AFC West. So, reserve judgment on that. I'm not buying the Dolphins hype um, at all. And I know I saw some power rankings that were the fifth-ranked team in the NFL. Not buying that at all. We're, we're talking about a team that, well, last year people were crushing the Patriots. And the Dolphins had one more win than the Patriots. Yeah. Okay, so how can that be a great team with one more win than the Patriots? So that was a little concerning there. But definitely the class is still Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati. Um, I think the Jets uh, could get into that tier. We'll see what they're made of. And I think the team to watch for is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Harbaugh is such a good coach, and you can make an argument for him being coach of the year the last couple of years when he's been dealing with with all those injuries, but then you have Lamar Jackson happy with that contract. Now you bring in Odell Beckham, you drafted, I think one of the gems of the draft, a wide receiver in Zay flowers. Uh, and you got Rashad Bateman coming back that offense. They actually have receivers now. And at this point they're healthy. Of course they get unhealthy pretty fast. Watch them. And of course the chargers and the AFC West always kind of loom out there. When are they going to finally put things together? Um, Chiefs, I do believe, still win the AFC West for the eighth straight year. But look out for the Chargers. They made an addition this offseason that's kind of going under the radar. Kellen Moore comes there as the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator. And that's what Herbert's missing. I mean, it just doesn't gel with Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator's head coach. But you put Kellen Moore there as offensive coordinator, a guy that was fourth in the NFL in points last year, number one in the NFL in points two years ago. Um, he made Dak Prescott into a really good quarterback in Dallas, look out for the Chargers because Kellen Moore can make a difference for them. I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs in the division, but I think the Chargers can make some noise in the postseason. And so if Josh Allen goes down, just like Patrick Mahomes goes down, like every, all bets are off. So with that being said, that d- disclaimer here, we do have a new practice squad quarterback here in yeah. Western New York. Tell us about Shane Duchel. And here's the thing. I'm excited to see how he's going to come along on the practice squad, but I'm also kind of curious, like, all right, well, if he was really any good, wouldn't he still be in Kansas City? Like, like your thoughts on Shane Buchel as he spent time with the Chiefs last year? Yeah, that's hilarious, guys. It was hilarious that he ends up with Buffalo. When did the bright lights and the little single chair in the room get put on Shane Buchel? Yeah. All right, Shane, tell us everything they're doing. Um, no, I mean, Shane Buchel's got a lot of talent, and there was a lot of talk here because there's, there's not a ton of storylines outside of Chris Jones through camp holding out, but it's the backup quarterback position. You know, people are talking about Blaine Gabbert, the Kings over here uh, from the Buccaneers, and Shane Michelle, has he earned enough to be the second-string quarterback? There's a lot of fans here that think that Shane did earn it, and some of the things the coaches are saying, like, we got a competition now for the number two quarterback, and Chiefs' uh, first preseason game, Michelle looked great, and the second one, he looked great as well, and then the uh, untimely interception against the Browns in the preseason that was returned for a pick six. I think uh, 
I think was kind of the final nail in, in the coffin for Shane Bouchelle in Kansas City, which, by the way, was picked off by Juan Thornhill, a starter last year at safety on the Chiefs' defense, returned it for six. But it was a close competition. But, she, but Blaine Gabbard just held it strong, man. I mean, he just always – Shane Bouchelle would go out. He was 10 for 10 one game, Bouchelle was. Looked great. And I think he's got a lot of potential. But as I've been telling the listeners – it's kind of, what do you want? What do you expect the Chiefs to do? First of all, this guy's never going to start for Kansas City. Is it developing Shane Bouchelle that's going to be end up being a starter for the Broncos or anybody else? Like, do you want to spend the time in development and develop a guy that's not going to end up being a Kansas City Chief? Could be a guy that competes the Kansas City Chiefs eventually. Or do you want a guy like Blaine Gabbard that you trust, like Chad Henney, that had to come in against the Jaguars last year in the postseason, and he had to orchestrate a 98-yard drive. People kind of forget about that, that he did that in the postseason, then he converted in the playoff game a couple of years ago against the Browns on fourth down. You, they want a guy like that. You talk about a guy that you can trust. That's been in this league. He's a former first round pick. He's been behind Tom Brady. Now he's behind Mahomes. I think that's why Shane Bouchelle isn't here. I think the guy actually has a bunch of potential. He's a fun player to watch. It just wasn't going to work out in Kansas City because they wanted that. They wanted that experience winning out. Uh, for somebody Andy Reid could trust going into a game. But I think that's the only reason, to be honest with you. Shane Bichelle was almost quarterback number two. Jay, we're about 24 hours away, almost 24 hours away from the kickoff to the 2023 NFL season there in Kansas City with your Chiefs hosting the Lions. For the diehard NFL fan that can't get enough, that wants to tune you in tomorrow on the free-to-download Odyssey app, what's your involvement going to be with the game tomorrow? Uh, it's going to be, I'll be doing a little, uh, little college football segment in, in with the pregame and then I'll be doing the postgame. So I have all the, the reaction win or lose. And, uh, I'll be on right after network there for a little, for chiefs calls around the, around the area. So every game, just dig tune in to hear angry fans or happy fans and see which direction it goes. But you guys know how these things go. Um, uh, fans get a little upset with losses, even even for a team that uh, continues to win like the Chiefs. They still get mad. Yeah, I Jay, one um, I want to sneak in here. Like your thoughts here on uh, on Jacksonville because Peter King had an interesting take that they have a, yeah. a clear path to the number one overall seed. Kansas City on the road, if it ends up being that way, like that's been the comfort here the last few seasons that push comes to the shove. AFC championship game is going to be in Kansas city. Um, but, but your thoughts on a competitive AFC, what if the chiefs have to go on the road? You know what? They, they, they're built for the road. Um, they play just as well, if not better on the road. If you want to look at what they've done on the road two years ago, what they were undefeated on the road. Mahomes has never lost a divisional road game. But think about that. He is 16-0 and against the division on the road, meaning this team travels well. And when you have Mahomes, you have Andy Reid, it doesn't matter if you're playing on Mars, the moon, or whatever, this team can play wherever the situation. I think the Chiefs like a chip on the shoulder. They like when people are angry with them. They like when people are booing them. They mean, like, they enjoy that. I mean, they, that's something they thrive on is when people in the negative press they get or whatever. They, they enjoy that. So they're good on the road. But Jacksonville, and I agree with that. You look at the schedule, you look at the, the cross divisions that they're playing with the NFC South and, of course, in the AFC as well. It's a very, very winnable schedule uh, for the AFC. I think Trevor Lawrence has passed Justin Herbert, to be quite honest with you, in the rankings. But that's a very favorable schedule for Jacksonville. And that team is loaded. And they got a head coach, you know, with a Super Bowl ring. And, oh, by the way, he was trained by Andy Reid. 
Um, so that's a pretty good football team that's already got a playoff under their belt last year. But it comes down to schedule a lot, fellas. We know that in weeks 12 through 17, the Chiefs have to have left, less rest than every team they play. Now, week two is going to be nice because the Chiefs will have that extra rest before they go play Jacksonville, which they do play in week two. So they, because they're playing Thursday night, they'll have that week in a couple days. But weeks 12 through 17, Sharp put, football put it out. He has never seen this within the last 35 years. The Chiefs have less rest than anybody. And within that span includes the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Chiefs will have less rest against. And keep this in mind, they've got less rest than anybody in the NFL. Because the last five years, they've either been in the AFC title game in overtime or in the Super Bowl. So advantage uh, there for some of the other teams if you want to go by rest. Yeah, you've got your built-in excuse when the Bills beat the Chiefs later on this season, Jake. Congratulations. You know what, guys? That we, we, we know the regular season doesn't matter. It's the postseason. That's the only uh, thing that matters. And the Chiefs have had no problems uh, beating the Buffalo Bills uh, in the postseason. It's just, it, who cares about the regular season? Jay, you're the absolute best, man. Appreciate you making time for us this afternoon. Enjoy tomorrow night. We know it's going to be a blast. We'll be living vicariously through you. You guys are the best, too. Always the best. Love having you guys on my show, too. Thank you, guys, and uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. You got Thanks, it. Jay. There he is. Jay Binkley, 610 Sports in Kansas City. I heard some excuses there. Tail end of the schedule is yeah, tough for Kansas City. Yeah, we, don't yeah. get it. we don't have enough rest. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, let, let's tee this up here. Well, while Chris Jones didn't uh, get his money, Mike Danger, we have breaking news in the sports. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Per Schefter... Nick Bosa has agreed to a five-year, $170 million extension, $122.5 guaranteed. <laughs> It'll make him the highest-paid defensive player in history. Good. Good. See, that's how it's done. Now, if you're Chris Jones, you look at that, you're like, I know they're not the same position, but they, you know, you could argue they have the same value to their team's defense. Do you look at that and be like, all right, now you now you know the baseline, Kansas yep. City. That's yep. what I'm looking for. Jones kind of soft in his stance saying, I just want to raise here. So they, he's like opening the door. 122 million, million guaranteed. guaranteed. Oh, good for him. Also, Rappaport uh, passing along. Uh, the Chiefs have put out their official injury report. Kelsey, as you would expect, questionable for tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. He doesn't miss a lot of games. He hasn't missed a lot of games. He He's always nicked up, but he always finds a way to get on the field. I'd be surprised if he's not out there tomorrow. How effective will be well, to be determined. Correct. Though. That's why I'm glad we have Andy Barron's coming on tomorrow because, well, if he's going to be out there, do you really want to plug him in? Yeah. Or are you going with like Sam Laporta? Oh, <laughs> Sam Laporta potty. potty. More like Sam Laporta potty. Am I right? Am I right, folks? Hi-oh! Yes, we see your clever fantasy football team names all the way over here. We'll get to more takes on tap next with I'll drink to that in the sports bar. You know, doing our draft last night, I realized, you know how like you fast forward a year. It was that that draft last night where we were watching the Mets lose to the sad ass Pirates. That's when things started to go. That's what's in. No, not that. Not the pi- Padres. The Pirates. Oh, the Pirates. I'm sorry. Pirates. I thought you said the Padres. Well, regardless, I like. I'm not even paying attention to the Mets now. The, the, the replays up on the I don't care. But the Mets aren't the saddest team in baseball, Mike Danger. No. I will give you another example of why this team is embarrassing, and also our game one 
week uh, our week one game of the week, excuse me, uh, Dallas and the Giants. And one of the two head coach said uh, today, whether it was Dayball or whether it was the other guy in Dallas, said something that I thought was incredibly dumb. So we'll kind of go over that. Uh, there's uh, here's an exercise for you. 14 playoff teams in the NFL last season. 14. How many do you have not making the postseason in 2023? Chew on this for a second. You have the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the Jags, the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Dolphins in the AFC. In the NFC, you had the Eagles, the Niners, the Vikings, the Bucks, the Cowboys, Giants, and Seahawks. Of those 14 playoff teams in the NFL, how many do you have not making the postseason in 2023. I'll share my take on that, and you can join in on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line at 866-4326. The best barbecue in town? You know, that's easy. It's Good Smoke Mm -hmm. Barbecue and Pub in East Rochester. Love it there. Award-winning barbecue, lunch, dinner, catering, must-try weekday specials like Taco Tuesday or tonight's Wacky Wing Wednesday. Tuesdays, you get Good Smoke's chicken, pork, or beef gorditas for only three bucks. And today, Wacky Wing Wednesday. Buy one, get one free wings. Good Smoke's giant signature wings for buy one, get one free on all six or 12 wing dine-in orders. On top of that, Good Smoke's Super Happy Hour features buy one, get one draft beers and $3 well drinks. Weekdays from 2 to 6, Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, 135 West Commercial Street in ER. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 